Kadze. DJ Kotze. DJ Kotze. And I'm listening to THF Radio. Train out of Tourhouse at Temple of Airport. That's the thing that really concerns me. Every single time I hear the jingle, I hear the end. And then there's a another bit that comes out and I really don't know why he did it this way. Uh, <laughs> but but I'm okay. Okay, good uh, good good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on the time of the day in which you're listening to this. You are listening to Anything Goes, the edition of the 16th of May 2020. That's right, guys. We are in 2020 and we still have weather weather this beautiful event that happens every day especially today i was supposed to be at toa house here at the radio um probably around midday but unfortunately weather including wind has provided has prevented me from doing so and i arrived half an hour later can you can you can you believe it doesn't pick up so much because the things I can hear in this headphone are absolutely absurd. Did you know, did you know that this song was written specifically, specifically for this show uh, by my friend Giulia Noglio who lives in Switzerland now and he's stuck. He's stuck between um, being Swiss and uh, wanting to be an international person. Being an international person nowadays is uh, pretty much impossible. Mostly because, uh, mostly because there are some kind of uh, difficulties in doing so. But I wanted to tell you um, about the beginning of my day, which was uh, absolutely uh, fantastic. I came here. You know that we are in Berlin. You know that Berlin is located in Germany. Even if for many people Berlin is located in a beautiful place of their heart, in a place where only drugs and rock and roll exist, only that the drugs are really bad and the rock and roll hey it's dead so um, I was I came here by bike uh, by bicycle and coming here by bicycle is always some kind of uh, adventure uh, because as I said there was wind and wind prevents me from going forward my only way to move forward was to um, cross with the red light and crossing with the red light we know it is uh, a public offense not only uh, in, in legal terms but also in 
in metaphysical terms we would we we could say because the red light to stop at the red light in germany is a necessity of society the economy would crumble if you uh, don't stop with at, at the red light and every time i cross the red light i know i am dismantling german society more and more and more um but i had to do it i had to do it and uh, as my as a, there was a there was a comedian there was because comedians used to exist now they don't exist anymore they are relegated at home um playing solitaire um, writing jokes for uh, twitter and for other social media unfortunately though uh have you ever considered that we need to get together to actually enjoy comedy you know you cannot enjoy really comedy alone in your room watching it or listening to it because laughter is contagious what else is contagious COVID. so um the thing is um he used to say this guy stefan danziger was a very good comedian if you are um, a german person listening to this podcast you can go and listen and watch on YouTube, uh, Steven, uh, Steve, Steve, uh, Steve, uh, Stefan Danziger, who is uh, a good guy in my opinion, and he um, he had this joke saying, uh, you know, Germans uh, stop at the red light. Why did we need a wall in the first place? You're just gonna stack up a bunch of red lights everywhere. People don't go. Yeah. So um, this is pretty much what it is. Because for a, for a German person, it's fantastic to stop and stare. Because looking at the red light is a sign of hope that at some point the green light will come. And this is society coming in to comfort you, to say, don't worry, follow the rules, because the, a green light will come. Um, and this is beautiful because it really adds some poetic instinct. Of course, um, have you ever thought that there should have been more there should be i think <laughs> i think to pick up german economy now that we have some uh, some problems the best thing to do would probably to um to increase the amount of wall uh, not to separate people but to uh, sort of stimulate the german economy i don't really know uh, whether what i am saying is making any sense to you surely it's not making sense to me today is the 16th of may 2020 and i don't know anything goes God, I'm so Frank. cranky. Is that the signal? Fr Frank? Fr Frank, are you there? Oh, hello. Oh, hi, Frank. What's up? Oh, I'm, I'm sorry to wake you up. Nah, nah, I was watching videos of demolition. You can't sleep? Nah, I can't sleep. Are you worried? Yeah, yeah, I, I think, I think the situation is stressing me out. 
I think it's making me lose my hair. Well, you always had a receding hairline. Yeah, I, I know that, but I think it's thinning out so quickly. Your dad is bald, right? Yeah. Well, that doesn't really count. What about your grandpa? Well, he had a receding hairline. Mm, man, I'm sorry to say. It's gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah, I know, man. You know. But you know what you know what pisses me off is that I, I never found a haircut I like. Maybe because I deep inside I, I I knew I had no choice. Oh, Poppy, you want me to play the violin for you. Yeah, I mean who cares? You know. By the way, have you ever noticed that all of the emoticons are bald? It's a conspiracy, man. Yeah, they're just trying to make bald people look cool with emoticons. Yeah, maybe I just gotta embrace it. You know, like like Sean Connery. You know, he embraced it. Well, Sean Connery embraced it because he was Sean Connery before being bald. You know, maybe you gotta embrace who you are before you embrace being bald. Wow. Yeah. I, I, I never thought about that. What? That you're not Sean Connery? <laughs> I've known that for a while. Back to work. Open the shops. Back to work. Open the shops. Hey Bob. Hey Bob, what are you doing in here? You never had a job. Yeah. I want you to go back to work so I can fuck your wife again. Elite us now. Say yes to freedom. Very small gun. Oh shit, I've hit those eagles. Welcome to the Hotel California. Eagles. Well, they were old anyways. What kind of a man are you? Go back to work. Mm-hmm, yeah. You're, if you are a man, you go back to work. Yeah, yeah, sure. What yeah. is, there is no pandemic. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. If you're a real man, mm-hmm. you go to work without masks. Yeah. If you're a real man, you don't go to supermarket with gloves. Mm, yeah. If you're a real man, if you're a real man, you will survive. And this is all from the Ministry of Health. And now, some entertainment. <laughs> Comedy Amazeball Zoom meeting. The house! Yeah, this is on, yeah. Okay, can you play the track, please? I am a house. I have been a house for many years now. When I was born, I was just a little room. Then I grew, growing living rooms, stairs and corridors around me. I am actually a mixed race house. More than 26 languages are spoken in me. The other half is Jewish. Most of you walk past me without ever noticing me. I have exchanged plenty of glances through the windows of the other houses in front of me, making fun of your minuscule size. Inside me, I have felt the coming and going of countless lives. The dreams, the fears, the nights spent making love and the mornings spent arguing. Progressively younger people moved in me. Older people were forced out and moved away from me. Many years ago, I could see the sunset from my second floor, but soon younger houses plain looking and without character appeared and blocked the view in front of me. But I have always enjoyed the entirety of life surrounding me. Tomorrow, I am due for demolition. 
to make room for a private center of urban planning and sustainable living. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Is this bidding? Fuck you. It's meeting? <laughs> that's not effective. Fuck you. That's, that's really odd. Is this supposed to be comedy? I'm not laughing. It's not the same as live shows. Alright, thank you so much to the house. And now a bit more fun in our Comedy Amazeball Zoom meeting with Reno, the plastic surgeon. Come on, big round of applause. Big round of applause. Oh, maybe I shut my laptop too hard. Ah, oh, man, this Zoom comedy night was really disappointing. Hey, where's Garfield? Garfield! Garfield! Come on, kitty catty. Garfield, where are you? Alexa, where is Garfield? Hi, this is Alexa. Looking for Garfield. Garfield is an American comic strip created by Jim Davis. Originally published locally as oh John in so 19. useless. I am a device with no physical capability. I cannot replace your mother. Garfield! Oh, here you are! What are you doing? Staring at the full moon? Oh, wow. The full moon is so bright tonight, Garfield. Remember the 70s? Everything was so good and so easy. No pandemics. No problems. Everybody was living in peace. The music was good, the movies were good, and there were not many immigrants. Maybe because the world population was half the size of today? Maybe because more people lived in the countryside? Maybe because the recipe for Coca-Cola was still good. Ah, yeah. Fucking boomers. Anything. Okay, so the fantastic thing is that I realized I <laughs> I've realized that I've muted the wrong microphone throughout the show. So whatever I said during the show, during <laughs> during the sketches and during the songs, it is there for you <laughs> free of charge on on uh, on THF radio and also on the Mixcloud. Now, something really um really bad probably has happened. Uh, which is <laughs> which uh, which confirms the my complete capability of taking care of the whole uh, thing here um, which is that the Beatles were uh, slowed down by 8.24% uh, in their delivery uh, for the first minute of the song the song was 2 minutes and 50 so you understand that it was at least at least close to 40%. Now, I am not um, I am not a, a Beatles a Beatles fan uh, as you know, I read the books, I know everything about the Beatles and everything. But this song back in the USSR, first of all, it could have cost them a career. It could have cost them a career. Uh, why? Because it was back in the USSR means uh, um, Hello, it's 1968. What do you think is gonna happen? This song was actually um, released in Italy. Uh, I'll tell you this, it was released in Italy 20 years before I was born, okay? 
which means nothing to you, it means also nothing to me, but it must mean something to someone in the moment in which I say it. It was the B-side of uh, Obladi Oblada. I don't know if you know, like this one. Uh, you, you, oh. <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> exactly, so this song here uh, was... Um, released in uh, the 18th of December, in 1968. In 1968, uh, there were a lot of things happening. Uh, I was on the way. I was 20 years behind with the Beatles, but I was gonna come. And back in the USSR, was a big, uh, a, a, a big, was it a big success in Italy? Absolutely not. It was part of the White Album that everybody knows as the White Album. And uh, of course, it was recorded while Ringo, Ringo is the guy who plays the drums for the ones who don't listen to the Beatles or did not used to listen, but now they will. It was the guy who plays the drums and he was of course not there. Why? Because he was in Sardinia having a, a nice holiday day so of course Paul decided to uh, play the drums um, but uh, but the song uh, was uh, I really like this song because uh, it is really like a, a, a play a word play between US and USSR USSR of course is the Soviet Union I mean I cannot absolutely I hope you're not listening to this Guys, if you're not, uh, you know, um, on my side in uh, in this kind of stuff. Now, this is what's happening with the... Look at this. Look at this. Yeah, I wanted to do this. Exactly. This should be the, the background now. Um, uh, back in the USSR, uh, came out in 18th of December, 1968, as the B-side of Obladi, Oblada, which is this one. As I said before but uh, of course it costed um, criticism both from the US side then the USSR side because of course the US with uh, the line uh, uh, I'm back in the USSR you don't know how lucky you are boy was like are you trying to say that capitalism is better than communism no the opposite are you trying to say communism is better than <laughs> Are you for the Bolsheviks? And uh, and on the other side, uh, the the Soviets were like, "You guys are decadent capitalism. How dare bring us in the mix of your creations? You are absolute monsters." Um, in any event, nobody cares. And nobody cares, and nobody has ever cared about that kind of stuff. Um, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm enjoying this. Um, how do I go back to the thing now? Hand on your hearts and look up at the sky. So, um, so this was uh, this was what happened here. And now it is time for the news. Um, uh, there was there are not many news I have to say I have not spent so much time reading the news I have actually had a rather turbulent week uh, in which I was uh, I was at home most of the time and I was at home oh where's the thing here um, I'm gonna cut out this bit from the mix cloud <whistles> so 
so as I was saying uh, in a, just uh, just a second ago, I was at home the whole week. Uh, not that being at home is a bad thing nowadays. It's actually a way to save lives. Save lives? Not sure, because at this point, you know, they are reopening all of the borders in Europe. We're having uh, a sort of a newfound hope to be able to go in and out. Of course, the summer is coming as well. And if the Mediterranean countries are not going to get their good dose of tourism, it's it's not going to happen. It's, it's really like the whole thing is going to crumble. So what have uh, UK researchers come up with? COVID-19 detection dogs trial. So they have decided, you know what, these dogs, these dogs that we have been foraging throughout, uh, civ- the, throughout the whole history of civilizations, we have had dogs hanging out, we have, as you know, we have now restaurants for dogs, hairdressers for dogs, um, uh, shopping malls for dogs, dogs who will replace humans. Guys, fear not the cyborgs, it's the dogs that we have to be scared about. Why? because they are so good, so talented, so humane. They don't have any, not even a speck of, of, um, of, of bad will in them. I mean, unless they are badly, uh, you know, uh, crisscrossed and they have had sex with each other in a way that it's not really, uh, then they are very violent. But at the same time, they are usually nice dogs. And if you treat the dog well, he's going to treat you well in, uh, you know, in, in, in return. This dog could even pay your mortgage, mortgage if, you are, if you are a good person. Anyways, in the UK, because I would like to remind everybody, uh, the UK is still a country that has a sense despite the fact that there's a lot of bad rap that the UK is getting um, they are they are coming up with um, let's 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 smell let's let me smell you and I could tell you if you have COVID because this would be the best way uh, I think to go on vacation um, no serological tests, no uh, mm, let's find out here in this and this other way if you have the co- no, 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 just a dog that smells you and uh, you know, uh, trials for specially trained COVID dogs that may be able to detect coronavirus in humans even before symptoms appear. So before you have COVID, the, the, the dog knows if you have COVID because the dogs are spiritually attuned with the virus. Um, um, are set to begin as part of a new research. This will establish whether they could be used as a potential new non-invasive early warning measure to detect coronavirus in the future. Do you understand how do you understand how non-invasive a dog can be in your life? I'm sure that dog owners know how non-invasive dogs can be. Okay, so tear for fears, who are these people? I, you know, I've discovered also these things like oh, pretty much uh, yesterday as well. Don't, don't, don't think that I'm some kind of uh, traveling, travel knowledge of. But number one important thing, <laughs> time to swallow your pride, listen to your heart, uh, feel the pain, talk about it. He, so these guys, uh, they come from Bath. Okay, so where is Bath? Bath is in, is, is in the UK. And what do you do in Bath? 
nothing. You take baths or you go to the University of Bath. In, 1970, in 1987, these guys came up with this song now this was the short version the long version was uh, um, not not much longer than this one because the short version is five minutes and 40 the long version is six minutes and 10 and you think radio edits in the 80s were really really good people didn't really have much to talk about so the single edit five minutes and 48 um, if we have to continue, if I have to say, so uh, let's let's be um, let's continue with you know the influence that the Beatles had in all of us. I mean, we we would probably have to list everything. Oh, I'm so sorry. I've dropped Britney Spears. There was a Britney Spears album here, and I thought if anybody was. Uh, uh, was in, was inspired to write albums was by the Beatles was probably Britney Spears, uh, and that's what happened. She fell, and there's a double, there's a double, uh, da- double, uh, double LP. Uh, all, all this Latin jazz mixed to uh, twenty, and then uh, Britney Spears. It was Baby One More Time, and oops, I did it again. Uh, this was exactly what I wanted to talk about, not at all. In 1987, these guys, the Tears for Fears, came up with this song which called uh, Sowing the Seeds of Love. Why? Because Thatcher got re-elected and they had so many good things to tell her. Uh, and at the same time though, uh, the song took two years to come out. Now, 1989, when we all know there was a big difference between 1987 and 1989. Two years of difference, two different numbers. What exactly? Well, I mean, there was a wall and then there wasn't a wall. And you see how always things come back to the city, how you see how things always come out uh, in a way that is always, always, oh, you know, you know what I, uh, what is it? Stop that. No? 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 Oh, yeah, this one. Yes, who's there? This is going to be so good for my guinea pigs. I'm not really sure why this is supposed to make any sense with what we are talking about. Um, <clears throat> ah, yeah. Ah, yeah. So, um, you know, uh, second thing that uh, I have to do here is to talk about this other thing, which is also... Um, which is also about um, how in the times uh, you used to talk about third world countries. In the 80s, it was the time of the Live Aids in which people were doing all sorts of things to show that they were good people. Um, and uh, and so the, they came up with the third world. Third world, what was? What, what they, was they were those countries. They were not aligned either with communists or capitalists, but they were the other countries. What does it mean? Poor countries or countries like Japan that they had their own interest in uh, in being Japanese uh, mostly and um, and so how this has become a bit of a derogatory term you cannot say there's a third world guys it is one world it is one place it is a place where everybody is um, allowed to be um, you know what I mean free uh, to, to to practice whatever okay we don't live in this kind of world and we never did but at the same time it was good to try um, there was more to say about this but surely I I, I, I believe uh, I believe an anthropologist can maybe help a bit more you know what I mean Anything goes. Oh, sorry about that. 
little hard-boiled eggs in my pocket And with my hands, I'm mopping your floor Yeah, Yeah, thank you guys I- I'm a traveling musician and, and house cleaner uh, These are tough times If you can spare any change If, if you got any change to, to spare uh, I'll be passing around ahead Alright, have a good night and God bless yeah, I'm, I'm in a pub. Yeah, yeah, I've got it. I've got a Tinder date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, yeah, she's pretty. Yeah, she's she's a bit taller than me. Yes, but she doesn't mind that. She's cool. Yeah, yeah, of course I'll let you know how I go. Oh wait, she's she's coming. She's coming now. Okay, okay I gotta go. Okay, go. bye, bye, bye. Hey, you must be Jupiter. Hi, Janine. Hi. Ouch. Oh, oh my god, are you okay? Don't worry, I always hit my head everywhere I go. I'm just so tall. Oh, <laughs> you're very funny. So what do you do exactly? I, I sell panic attacks. Oh, yeah. There's a business for that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I really thought people had enough of those. Oh, I mean, they have enough because they buy enough. <laughs> oh, wow. Really? Oh, yeah, people buy them very easily. There's a huge market. It's a huge market, oh, yeah. Oh, that's why people have a lot of panic attacks nowadays. I mean, I, you know, I, I sell all kinds of panic attacks. There's mild ones, strong ones. You can buy them with laughter included, uh, family-oriented. There, there, there really is a, a huge variety. But I don't really understand why. Oh, uh, that's, that's because a panic attack is the easiest way to deal with a society that does not really allow you to grieve and to understand what losses are or to really ponder upon your humanity. Yeah. Oh. Oh, I see. You know, so so people need panic attacks so that it's, it's a compensation mechanism. <laughs> and this is when I come right in. Mm, that's very interesting. Yeah, yeah. But listen, like, since you know all of these things about society, don't you feel a bit uneasy, you know, a little bit? Uh, weird about the, yeah. the job that you have, you know, ethically. Mm. No, I mean, I, you know, I got my qualms about it, but you know, I got a family, my wife is depressed, she can't work, so you know, I gotta make ends yeah. meet. No, no, of course, I totally understand. We all gotta try to do what we can. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, you wanna come to my place? Yeah, I'd love to. Hey, barman, get me three margaritas, would you? Yeah, okay, okay, come in. And could you change the music? I'm sick of this. I really need... I I don't know what's going on. I really need to understand why do I feel disconnected from everything? Well, you know, as an anthropologist, I can tell you, you know, people today think that they are not enmeshed with rituals. That rituals is a thing of the past, you know, that we are free from God, religion, but, but this is all an illusion. You know, it's precisely because we are so deep in the ritual of consuming, polluting, vaulting leaves that we cannot see it as the ritual that it is. The psychological reality in our minds could fall apart if we did see what we're yeah, seeing and what I... we're living in as ritual. Yeah, I understand, but why? Why is that? Because we think that rituals and ritualistic societies are for uninvolved pre-modern people. How can you even claim that? How can you set yourself apart from everybody else? Well, you know, I, I, first of all, I am an anthropologist. This is my job, you know. Also, being a five-legged goat surely helps me. 
cut, 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 cut. Listen, do you think this is the sound of a five-legged goat? You tell me, because to me you just sound like a normal four-legged goat. Okay, can you try again? Can you? Yeah. So Stella, Stella, do we actually need to have this five-legged? Can we just have a normal goat in yeah, this scene? Yeah, yeah. Production wants a five-legged goat. Yeah, it's it's more palatable. People people on YouTube prefer goats with five yeah, legs. Production, yeah, production, yeah. Always the production. It's absurd. Okay, this guy with um, singing the song at the beginning. I know I told you to improv, but why are you singing about having hard-boiled eggs in your pocket? Well, because this is what when I was going to clean and I needed a snack, I would have hard-boiled eggs in my pocket. Okay, I, I have no opinion about that. Mm, you know what? I can't do this. What do you mean? We can't go back to work like this. Everybody, look at these yeah, people. So, Everybody's wearing masks. So Everybody has to stay away from each other. Where is the human passion that I have to transpose? Oh, the masks are not going to show. The camera is only capturing eyes. The what? masks will yeah. not show. All of it is going to be made with close-ups? Oh, How no, is it supposed to work like this? Work. Nobody will notice. Uh, everybody's wearing masks. The action is gone. The life is gone. I can't see the emotion. Plus, we're putting everybody in danger. We're putting everybody... We're speeding we up the work. process of working while things are not completely fixed. The quality of work is going to come out ultimately bad. Because we're not acknowledging the situation we're living in. We need to work at all costs. Your need to work at all costs is gonna kick you right back in the ass. All we need now is universal healthcare. Yes, yes, yes. That's right, everybody. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, right. yeah that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Universal healthcare. Universal healthcare. Universal healthcare. We are production. We don't do healthcare here. Mr. Director. Mr. Director. What? There's an emergency. Your wife. My wife? Oh, God, it's time. Where's my helicopter? Get me the helicopter. Yeah, quick. Quick. Faster. Punt, punt. I gotta get there on time. You don't need to run, you're on a helicopter. Oh yeah, that's right. Mr. Director, my husband. Anything goes. And are we really thinking uh, or are we being thought? These are um, the questions that whoever it is who is running the show of life uh, has uh, put us in my mind because I'm not sure that everybody thinks these things. Uh, I'm a bit didascalic today and I am a bit more, mm, let's say, academic about the things that I want to talk about. Uh, but Tim Maya, this guy that uh, that we've just listened to, didn't really have, he's not, he's not real, his real name was not really Tim Maya. His name was 
Maya, and I, it was not a racial slur. It was simply mm, the, the, the fact that I cannot fully pronounce his Brazilian name. You know uh, these stories of men or women or people uh, who are born in uh, in the 40s and 50s, and they always have these amazing biographies. Uh, they seem to uh, have been born and they came out of the womb with a guitar. And they are able to play all of the pentatonic, uh, diatonic, uh, Lydian, Phrygian scales uh, uh, as if it was a gift from God. Tim Maia was exactly a guy like this. Tim Maia was like, okay, I, I know how to play. I'm eight years old. I'm already composing songs. I am from one of the many suburbs. Let's call them these elegant suburbs of Rio de Janeiro. Um, I'm gonna teach my friends how to play. He teaches all of his friends how to play, including a guy called Roberto Carlos. Roberto Carlos, uh, we know what Roberto Carlos we are talking about here, no? <laughs> Probably not this one, surely. Roberto Carlos! Yeah. Uma bomba! <laughs> <laughs> Not the Roberto Carlos who used to play in Inter Milan <laughs> and Real Madrid, but the Roberto Carlos uh, that maybe most Brazilians know about and non-Brazilians don't know about, but he was a singer. And together they formed a band and then they were hanging out, you know, playing music. And finally a TV, um, a TV show uh, offered them a gig. They played together and then the actual bookers booked Roberto Carlos, who then went for a fantastic stellar career. Uh, and Tim Maia was so pissed off. He was so pissed off that he said, you know what, fuck it, I am leaving, I'm going to the United States. He went to the United States, he spent four years in the United States and he's learned a lot of things. He came back he, into Brazil, he went to Sao Paulo and of course he got caught with marijuana. But what can you do when you are an artist? Uh, let me say, when you are an artist and you're trying to create something new, when you're trying to give to people a perspective that is different, because let's not forget, we're living in a time in which uh, we say, oh, we got everything we need. We got Netflix, and we got this, and we got YouTube, and we got that, and we got the other thing, and I got streamed it. Yes, but what you actually need is the artist to create. So what does the artist do sometimes? He smokes a little bit, just to have a little bit of extra kick coming from the plants, the, you know, the earth that we are all connected to. I don't need to, you know, I'm probably preaching to the converted. In any event, he was like, found, yeah, had a bit of a problem. And then um, his friend, Roberto Carlos, who became a big guy, a big deal, you know, after having been pissed off with him because he taught him guitar and Roberto Carlos took his place that he thought was, uh, uh, his, uh, he was entitled to, Mr. Tim Maia. Roberto Carlos was like, you know what, I will help you out finally. And uh, I will, uh, and, and this is how the, 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 and I will help you with this, to sign a deal. And this is how the career of Tim Maia actually started. He was a gifted guy, but without the act of giving and generosity and friendship, he would have not been the Tim Maia that we all don't uh, really, uh, really know uh, about, uh, uh, you know. 
You know how romanticism is the key for insemination in Italy uh, because um, let's not forget uh, there are some countries where you go to and it's very easy to obtain sexual complicity as we used to say in France, sexual complicity. But on the other hand, um, it's it's not just that. It's not just that you need a good dose of lubricant uh, to to a good and effective sexual encounter. That sexual encounter that can, can... There is not just a sexual encounter, make no mistake, because, I mean, we know we live here in Berlin. We, I mean, I do. Living here in Berlin, um, there's a lot of... Um, openness and freedom uh, which usually translates into i don't give a shit about you because this is what openness and freedom means i mean the easiest way to be tolerant is not to give a fuck uh, it's usually i enter a supermarket and as i said in, uh, in in many other instances outside of this little box of thf uh, thf radio if i was to go into a, a supermarket completely naked nobody would care if i go in with a mask before it is a rule it is uh, my god that you are giving into power um but as i was saying in italy what, i mean what is the story here the story of this song it is basically this fatality my god oh what happened oh i'm just sitting at a coffee place and i was just sipping on my coffee and then you appeared the beautiful angel woman that appears uh, nobilitating the basically very simple uh, I would say semen driven desire of a man uh, to uh, have an encounter with a woman because I mean how can you fall in love with a woman just because you see her at a coffee place it is possible it is possible so she offered a little bit of sugar the guy of course sugar meaning sugar we know what sugar means in uh, in cash terms and uh, and the situation and the situation happened i mean uh, um, do i have to say anything more finding a little bit of uh, of a little space in yourself uh, where where you feel safe where you feel connected with the core of your life where you feel connected to the core of life if you're feeling stressed if you're feeling restless if you're feeling disconnected with everything that is around you you don't have to be scared you don't have to worry because at some point at some point everything will make sense again will it i see ayusha in front of me he is wearing uh, a, a cap 
the Pirelli Cup, which is the the sign of Inter Milan. It's it's a it's a thing that supports us throughout my family. Inter Milan football is yesterday. I was, shit you not. Yesterday I was listening. I was watching videos of. Uh, Teams that I've never supported, never wanted to support, like Juventus, Manchester United, uh, Manchester City, winning um, games and celebrating all together. It is probably in this moment we understand how we don't need borders, how we don't need uh, opposition. That the thing that really gives us joy and the spark is 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 being connected with each other. You know, so uh, while you wait to hug somebody, which is the meaning of life, hugging somebody at this point is the meaning of life. Uh, hug yourself and prepare yourself because it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen so hard. Prepare yourself, hug yourself really hard because at some point you will be able to hug somebody else. Anything goes, episode number 4, 16 uh, May 2020 is, is finished. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. 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 Thank you.